Okay, so Bezras Hashem, we're continuing with our series of Shirim on entering into the Sea of Wisdom based on the weekly teachings of the Tzaddik and the Gon Rav Yitzchak Meyer Morgenstern Shlita. And this teaching is actually what was said over on Leil Purim, on Leil Yedalid in Yerushalayim at the Rebbe's Tish. And the ideas were recorded. So it was a, a longer mimer. It was interrupted by songs and nigunim at different times. But the Nakuda itself came out of a larger Indian, but this was the Nakuda that I thought we would speak about. To begin with, for the Rebbe, and really for the Torah of all the tzaddikim, the Iker is to become a Merkava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Iker is to become a resting place for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in this world. There are a number of reasons given for the creation of the world. Let's even stick with the Arizal himself. The Arizal gives one reason in the beginning of Eitz Chaim, which says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had a desire that arose within the infinite will, so to speak. Now, obviously, all of that is within the context of Kav because Hashem doesn't have a will, doesn't have a desire. But vis-a-vis our understanding, there's an awakening of a desire to create the world so that HaKadosh Baruch Hu could manifest his potential into actualization that there are all of these different names, all of these different koach, all of these different strengths or powers of governance that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to express, love, compassion, the shame Havaya, the shame Adnus, and all of these different ideas. And if there's no space for creation to be able to call out that name, because a name is only shayach, a name is only relatable when there's somebody else to call you by that name, but when a person is in and of themselves, there's no need for a name, so for those names to move out from potentia into actualization, so there needed to be a space of others. And that was the birthplace of the origin of creation and the symptom and everything that happens afterwards. Then in Shar HaKlalim, which is a later chapter in Eitz Chaim Kadisha, we find another answer, a similar answer that many of us are familiar with from the works of the Ramchal, which is that the purpose of creation was because Kichokatov Lahitiv that the nature of true good, capital G good, the essential nature of goodness is to bestow its goodness onto others. And therefore, in order to bestow goodness onto others, there needed to be someone who could receive that goodness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, there are many people who have tried to align a machlokas out of these two reasons. The Leshem Shabbai Vachalema makes very clear in numerous places, and the Rebbe also utilizes this point that really they're both one and the same, they're just, one is from our perspective and one is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's perspective, Kav Yachol. But in this second reason, given by the Eitz Chaim and Shah HaKlalim, that the purpose of creation is Ki there's an additional Nikuda. And that Nikuda is actually brought out by the Rashash in Hakdamas Rechov Sanahar, where the Rashash seems to imply that this is the Iker Nikuda, which is to become a Merkava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What that means is to become a vehicle that every aspect of our engagement with this world is simply a vehicle that draws the light of the Shekhinah further into existence. That every action that I engage in, every moment that I am spending my time in this world in thought, speech, desire, emotion, is an opportunity for me to become a Merkava for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, the real model for this is the Avos. Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, like Chazal tell us, Ha'avos heim heim ha-merkava, to the extent that the Avos didn't necessarily even need to engage in volitional choice to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but rather it was their natural instinctual movement. 
their natural instinctual movement was that the body was so aligned with the desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a way far beyond our capacity to fathom that their very being was expressive of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. For us, where it's much more difficult, obviously, in infinite amounts of terms, our job is to become a resting place for the Shechina, to become a Mishkan, to allow our hearts, our minds, and our bodies to become a resting place for HaKadosh Baruch Hu by drawing the light of Hashem into our lives at any given moment. But one of the inyanim, one of the things that block us from doing this is the very real human experience of exhaustion. Now, it could be speaking about physical exhaustion, but it's obviously also speaking about emotional exhaustion. There's an idea of ayef v'yageya, that Amalek has the capacity to attack us when, when we are just exhausted, when we are spent, when we are wiped out, when we feel that we have given all that we can give and that there is nothing left in the tank to offer. In those moments of spiritual, mental, and physical exhaustion, where a person simply wants to rest on their laurels and place themselves into the comforting space of unconsciousness, where they can say, I have done all that I can do, I don't need to do anymore, that is the place that we get to engage in our battle with Amalek. Because every Jew has within themselves, every person has within themselves, the miraculous capacity to be more than they are at the given moment. That's what the idea of Mesiris Nefesh is. Mesiris Nefesh doesn't simply mean to kill oneself for the sake of godliness, to put oneself in difficult circumstances that one is not enjoying. Mesiris Nefesh means to do that little bit more, that oid ma'at, that slightly more that we didn't think we were capable of doing beforehand. In that moment, when we give ourselves over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we serve Hashem through Mesiris Nefesh and we become a resting place for the Shekhinah. In those moments where we feel on the one hand that our exhaustion is so deep and that I just can't continue, whether it's emotional or psychological or physical, when we choose to continue even against our understanding of how we can continue, at that moment, the person is transformed into the resting place for the Shekhinah. Now, are we going to feel it at every given moment? Absolutely not. Adaraba, like we learned earlier, not feeling it is on a certain level of a higher order that that Tainug Shabilti Morgash is representative of what the Rebbe referred to as serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu on the level of Etzem. But even in those moments where we are just so exhausted and so spent emotionally and physically, if we push ourselves a little bit further to find a place for the Shechina in our lives, to have another moment with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at that point what we are engaging is the Avoda of David Melech. David HaMelech, David Malka Mashicha, who on a certain hand is the one who comes into the world to battle against Amalek. Havadai Shemo Kenti Laso. Havadai Shemo Kenti Laso, which is what David HaMelech said. David HaMelech is the one who fights against the Suffolk of Amalek. David HaMelech is the one who is willing to throw himself into abandonment, to dance even beyond his strength. Right? We know when David HaMelech was dancing in front of the Aron Kodesh, David Mekarker Bechal Oz, his wife, Shaul's daughter comes along and says, look at you, you're emptying yourself out like one of the empty ones. How dare you? What an embarrassment. Because she thought that David HaMelech could reach a point of exhaustion. She thought there was a way that David HaMelech would have exhausted all of his spiritual potency. But what David HaMelech was saying is that, no, David HaMelech, I, I live beyond death. I live beyond exhaustion. I'm capable of swearing myself to not fall asleep until I find the resting place for the Shekhinah.
And when a person pushes back against that exhaustion, against that very natural proclivity to just give in to how overwhelming it might all be, in those moments we become the Merkava for the Shina. In those moments, those are moments of heroic activities for Hashem. And even the slightest step in the right direction in those moments is Nechshav as an entire world. And this idea, this is the idea of David Malka Mashiach. David Melech swore that I will not go to sleep until I find the place for the Beis HaMikdash. He spent his entire life searching out a makom for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every encounter, every experience that he had, it wasn't the question of, is this good for me? Is this good for them? Is this good for Hashem? That wasn't the question. The question was, is this the place where Hashem will rest himself? Is this the place where I will finally discover HaKadosh Baruch Hu ayin ba'ayin? And David HaMelech suffered. David HaMelech was being chased. David HaMelech was in a murderous spree where Shaul HaMelech wanted to destroy him. And nevertheless, David's main question was, how can I find the place for the Beis HaMekdash? How can I search out that place for the resting place of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And on a certain level, that's the avoid of our generation. Zed Dor Dorshav. This is the generation of those who search out that place. Our entire lives are spent, especially as we come closer to Pesach, bending down on our knees in the dark with the candles, with the oros themselves, searching out the crevices and the cracks. Is there anything here blocking Hashem? Is there any chametz here that needs to be cleaned out? Because what it's all about is being bodek. We're searching out our homes and ourselves to ensure that they are resting places for our Kaddish so this is what the Rebbe says on Leil Purim. David HaMelech was the opposite of the rest of the world. The rest of the world found themselves in exhaustion, in unconsciousness, in a fainted sort of slumber. And nobody was bothered by where Malchusa Kadisha is, where Hashem's presence in this world is. The Afechad, nobody was spending their time searching. David Amelech took a swear. A swear is that Shvua, where you collect all of the seven kochos within yourself, all of the chesed, gvurat, feras, netzachod, and yesod, and you say, I'm utilizing every element of my strength to serve this singular purpose, to find the place for Hashem. Even though David Melech was in a state of a sakana of maves. He was in a, a life-threatening situation. Shaul HaMelech was chasing after him. Nevertheless, David Melech was able to set aside his personal issues, able to set aside his exhaustion and his real needs, and he said, all I care about right now is finding a place for the Shechina. All I care about is saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you are here with me in this place right now. This place with all of the Bahala, with all of the exhaustion, is where I am going to crown you. And David HaMelech runs to Shmuel HaNavi and he says, where is the Beis HaMikdash? And in fact, there was this very action, the Rebbe says, that was engaged with Mesiris Nefesh of giving over the self beyond the self. Like the Balatanya tells us that, the ikr of being an Ovid Hashem is when you learn that a hundred and first time. Because the koyach hanefesh is to learn a hundred times. 
That's not a chiddush to learn it a hundred times. That's the that's what everyone is capable of doing. But when you do it one more than what you're capable of doing, when it's that oid ma'atva in Russia, when you look at yourself like Rabbeinu tells us, and every part of you looks like a Russia, and you push yourself to find that slight more that exists somewhere hidden beneath the exhaustion, that's the mesiris nefesh that draws down the shechina. That what Hashem really wants from us is that all of us should unify ourselves with Hashem's presence in this world. So that we become the very seed of the Shechina in this world. So that our lives, our experiences, our activities, our thoughts, our emotions are all representative of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. Like we learned before in a previous year that that even our emotions become messages from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To become Mamish the Kisei HaKavod. This is why the Rebbe talks about very often the only portrait that we have of Rabbi Nachman is a chair. Because the Eker Nekud of Rabbi Nachman is to become a chair for the Shechina any place you are. Everywhere you go, you just become a chair for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're an empty chair. And the goal is to become a chair that the tzaddik can sit upon, where the tzaddik is miyachid as HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we're miyachid HaKadosh Baruch and we have to awaken ourselves from this unconscious slumber, from this thick sleep that especially is shayach to the avoid of Purim because that's when Kla Yisrael were in a deep unconscious slumber. To return back into Ganeiden from where we were cast out. We were kicked out of Ganeiden. We were kicked out of that place of Hashra Sashchina. And we were kicked out of that place of the Beis HaMikdash. And our job is to say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though you kicked me out, I'm going to find another place for you. I'm going to return back and show you that I can draw you down even more. <laughs> to unify ourselves with the Kisei HaKavod and the individual, the Nishamos that sit on that Kisei. And Moshe Rabbeinu Alav HaShalom, who was Shaykh to the Oris of Purim and Shaykh to the time of, of Parshas Kisisei, Moshe was Makayim Va'atat HaChazim Ikola'am, look at all of the nations, Shemachapesh Moshe Rabbeinu B'nai Adam, Moshe Rabbeinu was searching out those who were worthy of becoming dwelling places for the Shechina HaKadosha. Who amongst us is willing to make space for the Shechina even in darkness? That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was searching for. And the Rebbe continues, and this is Mamish. Look, the Rebbe was saying this on Purim, but we know from the Rebbe also that every day has a Purim. And even if we don't want to fall upon that Nakuda, because the Kavanos that Arizal talks about by Purim also happen at every Shemona Esrei, in the Birchas Avos. But even if we don't want to go to that Nakuda, we can say, like the Rebbe is saying, that Purim leads to Para, Para leads to Achodesh, Chodesh leads to Pesach, Pesach leads to Lag Ba'omer, Lag Ba'omer leads to Shuas, which is all Makushar. So we're always going to be in the lights of Purim, especially in our generation. So what the Rebbe said on Purim is Shaykh to us nowadays as well. In this lofty time, that the light of Purim, which is the revelation of godliness of Chachma down in the lowest realms themselves, for these 48 hours of, of Leil Shishi and Shabbos Kodesh and Sunday, everyone should ensure that they're not being idiots. That they're not being foolish and wasting their time, some who lose and let go of what is given to them, but rather to utilize the light of the recognition that a Kaddish Baruch Hu's presence is found everywhere, even down here. That's the Giloy of Purim, that's the Giloy of Yesod Abba. 
That's the expression of Chachma even in Olam HaAsiyah. The recognition that everything I encounter down here can be a way of being Kona, a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And to connect ourselves to the light of David HaMelech and Shlomo HaMelech, that at this point, each and every Jew has strength, remarkable strength. That we have the capacity to connect ourselves to Moshe Rabbeinu, to David Malka Mashiach, to Shlomo HaMelech, to Mashiach, to all of the Tzadikim HaAmitim. And in that way, <clears throat> When a person pushes forward against their natural proclivity to stop, and we move ever slightly forward, and we're moiser nefesh, that is the ikker place where we're shem shemayim. The Chazonish says in a beautiful letter, he says that, and not in a letter, in Emunah Mitachon, he says that the ikker, in truth, there's only one singular midara'a. There's one singular negative character trait where all other negative character traits emerge from, and that is what the Chazonish refers to as Haznachas Achayim Lazarim Hativi, the abandonment of life to the natural proclivity of things, to do things only when they feel comfortable, to do things only when they feel natural. What the Rebbe is saying here is to push oneself. It doesn't mean actually stop sleeping. It just means push yourself beyond your comfort zone for one moment, and in that place, when you read one extra line, or you have kavana for one more bracha, or you try and put down that extra bite of food that you were about to have just for the sake of serving Hashem, in those moments, you become a merkava to the Shechina. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is present there because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu desires from us. He desires our ode. Hashem wants more than what we can naturally give Him. And when we're able to be moise nefesh, we come to realize that every aspect in our lives can become a makom for the hashra of the Shechina.